You're now listening to well... Project Kayfabe. Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> the most unprofessional professional wrestling and pop culture podcast. Let's rock. Where you listen to our shitty little opinions and you kind of enjoy them. That's Cap. Totally Cap. That means lie. This ain't your mommy's podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe and Quad Day. Yo, people, what's going on? Depend on pressing the air horn button. But uh, what is going on, people? It's been a little bit over a month. You know, kind of just based off of pure laziness and pure being busy. I don't know what else to say. But I always say this shit, but we are here with an episode of the podcast. And it is a wrestling episode. What that means, we got Quad A here. Yeah, what's good, Quad A? What's up? <clears throat> How you doing? <laughs> who, who are you saying? Yeah, is... Who are you saying what's up and how you doing to me, the people listening? <laughs> was... We haven't done this in so long that I forgot my intro. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just don't sound generic. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> Anywho. Um this is Project Kayfabe. If you've been listening already, you know what it is. We talk about wrestling. We talk about movies. We talk about TV shows. Occasionally, we talk about sports. And I'm trying to find new things to talk about. I have some new ideas that I'm brewing. Hopefully, I'll be able to stick to them and keep it going. Um, a lot of research will have to go with some of these ideas. A lot of conversations will be happening. So very interested to see what happens next. Thank you to people who have been listening and just checking us out. Um, so always... Always appreciate those uh, who are still listening, even though we don't upload consistently. Uh, today's show, like I said, wrestling, and kind of want to talk about the status of you know wrestling right now. What's been going on in the WWE? What's been going on AW and the you know other shows and whatnot around the area? Uh, there's a lot of good wrestling out there still, which is really great. There's a lot of new wrestling out there. Talking about new wrestling. Uh, what's really cool is there's a new promotion on the scene. Quade, feel free to take it away on this if you want, because you're the one that actually introduced me to them. And uh, I'll, I'll say a piece too, but feel free to talk about this new promotion that we're uh, trying to help out with in a way, sort of, kind of. <laughs> yeah, so this is new New Jersey uh, in the wrestling company called Garden State Pro Wrestling. And uh, they're, you know, they're pretty cool. So this is a guy that I know on Discord that I met through that Discord I'm in. And uh, he's a pretty good, big wrestling fan, and he just wanted to put on his own show. So, like, he got the funding, got some good talent, um, and he's putting on his first show on July 23rd. Third. Yep, July 23rd. Sounds, yeah, that sounds right. Um, they have a big man event. Uh, Josh Alexander versus I'm not gonna say his name wrong, but I think it's Takeshita. Takeshita, yeah. Takeshita. Yeah. Yeah. He's that, he just had the joke. crazy match against Hangman Page. He's had some yeah. other crazy matches on the Indies as of recently, and they're main eventing the show. The show's called Welcome to Eden, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty dope. So July 23rd, Newark, New Jersey. That's the main event. They also got Ty Valkyrie going against Trisha Dore. They got a triple threat match of Billy Stars, who's been all over GCW, uh, Miyu Yam- Yamashita, I hope I pronounced that right, 
and I forget her how to pronounce her name, but they call her like the Kick Demon or something like that. Uh, Jenna Kay, I believe I'm pronouncing that horribly, but they have a whole <laughs> bunch of stars on there. You got Young, Dumb, and Broke going on there. They're taking, they're going against Team H2O. Um, Alan Angels, you know, uh, what, is he seven in the Dark Order? I forget. Which yes. Is- I believe it's seven in the dark world. Alan Angels, he's going against Kevin Blackwood. Davey Richards is going to be there. Calvin Tankman versus Tony Deppin, which I'm excited for. You got Effie going against Brian Keefe. This, the show is stacked. I'm excited for it. Um, and if you are interested, we are going to be reaching out to people. But if you're interested in sponsoring the show, if you're in the you know New York, New Jersey, tri-state area kind of deal... Um, sponsoring the show could be great. You have the opportunity to get your uh, your logo for your brand on the canvas or on the on the banner. Uh, they'll promote you, all that. There's a whole bunch of package deals and whatnot. So feel free to reach out to me on Twitter and uh, at JoeBro316 or Quad A. It's Quad A, and uh, we could talk more if you're interested in sponsoring the show. We're going to be sponsoring the show. Looking forward to that. And uh, that's their first show happening July 23rd. And then they have another big show coming up in August 27th. And that's going to be in Monroe, New Jersey. And it's Thy Kingdom Come. And they already announced Willing Not- Willow Nightingale. She's going to be there. Starboy Charlie, who I've seen before. So Lefisto is going to be there. Recently independent Hall of Famer. So pretty cool that this is like going on. Their artwork looks great. I'm very excited to see what what it's going to be. They're going to be streaming on Fight TV. This is pretty legit as it can get, and just more wrestling is better, you know? Yeah, more wrestling that is clean and friendly, you know? There's a lot of toxic stuff going on in the wrestling world these days, so, you know... I was just going to ask you what you meant by clean and friendly, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just saying, like, he's a great guy, you know, and hopefully, you know, stay away from that toxicity that's been going around yeah i mean there's you know actually this in the next two weekends right now there's going to be a lot of wrestling going on so this weekend i'm going i know you're not going i'm going to gcw they're having a show at the melrose ballroom so i'm excited for that um then the weekend after that that thursday uh, MLW Major League Wrestling. They're actually having a show in the Melrose Ballroom. They got Bandito there. He's going to go against Hammerstone. Uh, they got a whole bunch of people there, and I'm trying to get a chance to go to that show. And then that Saturday, uh, HOG is having a show, and that show is stacked. They got Homicide. They got um, Eddie Kingston. They got Lince Dorado. I mean, the whole show is fucking stacked as hell. Um, who else they got? Uh, they got to the main event, which they're really fun and cool. Yeah, Homicide already said Jonah, he's going to be there. Oh, yeah, Loki's going against Lindsay Dorado. So, pretty cool stuff happening. And, you know, I feel like I haven't, I don't know, I haven't watched that much independent wrestling as of late. I know, I think that's why you said you're not really like down to go see GCW. Because you haven't been into it lately, what what do you think has caused you not to be into GCW as of late? I think just being busy and just like being not exhausted from wrestling, but just like WWE's already a lot, AEW's a lot, so just adding on like other indie promotions for me is just like tiring. <laughs> and NBA was going crazy too, so I was like wanting to watch the playoffs and stuff. 
Yeah. I really, for me, I just haven't really had a chance to watch GCW. I only watch certain matches when I do really want to watch. Um, and then, you know, for me, WWE, like, I keep up with it. I'll watch, like, I watch it on the cell, but I haven't watched the Raw and the SmackDown in forever. And I do as much as I can keep with AEW, because I feel like AEW's been on a roll lately, especially leading up to Forbidden, I mean, Forbidden Door. Oh, that's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's crazy to think, you know, we got CM Punk, who is going to be there, injured. You know, that's sad. I just recently saw that the Lucha Bros technically can't fight on that show and Andrade because of CL, uh, CMLL, which is like, why? What is the problem? Why are they stopping them from being in one of the coolest shows that is going to happen this year? Yeah, that's that's so annoying that these little like CML stuff, because Lucha Bros would have been cool. We're not going to see Andrade interact with like NATO. And stuff like that, but you know, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird why you would limit your stars. You should be nicer to them and let them do what mm-hmm. they want to do because, you know, people are going to keep watching you and you'll get more of an eye when you have, you know, Lucha, Lucha Bros on there. So you don't have Lucha Bros going on to this cool AEW New Japan show. They'll probably want to, once their contract or whatever ends, they'll probably want to not sign again and just, you know, stick away from, I guess... Well, CMLL is different than AAA, so like they could just fucking go to AAA and do shit over there. Then it's just annoying yeah. that they want to limit them, especially when this would be cool to see who they could go up against. But going back to just talk about wrestling in general, I don't know WWE. It's crazy to think that Raw is apparently better than SmackDown right now, and I haven't really watched SmackDown at all in the last couple of months. I haven't. I've been keeping up with raw here and there for certain things like i'm up to date on the ezekiel storyline uh everything cody rhodes has been the reason why i watch raw and now two months into being in wwe again cody rhodes is out on the shelf until probably royal rumble time yeah yeah bro i've been enjoying raw even like yesterday's show wasn't too bad that the main event was stupid but like for the majority of the part Raw got most of the wrestlers that like I enjoy to watch, like Bobby, Seth, KO, Ezekiel, Cody when he's there. They get Cena, so like Raw is just the flagship show again. SmackDown's like second rate. I don't know. And Roman's not even there, so yeah. And it's weird because like SmackDown would have for the last couple of months, it's been the show to watch. Raw has just been shit. SmackDown is what you would watch, but now it's like, I mean, I just don't have time on Fridays. I'm always busy, and then I'm hearing it's not even that great. So it's just disappointing to see. And, you know, they got other people. Like, they got Becky Lynch on Raw. They got Bianca Belair. So, like, keeping up with that is always cool. Everything that's been going on with Edge and, you know, Judgment Day and all that. All these major storylines are happening over there. I can't think of one for SmackDown right now. I can't. And they weren't even featured, really, at Hell in a Cell. Like, Ronda Rousey is your woman's champion. <laughs> no match at Hell in a Cell for whatever reason. Uh, I don't even know if, like, what, since Charlotte lost the belt, she hasn't been around, or then she just got married to Andrade, so congrats to her. So I don't know what's going on there. And technically, what would have been their biggest storyline, I guess, kind of, sort of, um, Sasha Banks and Naomi. 
they kind of, I feel like, were more on SmackDown than they were on Raw, and now they're nowhere because they said, fuck you guys, <laughs> we're going home. And the audience fucking, I mean, it was, I still think about when Pat McAfee's here and like, oh, what? I'm not <laughs> disappointed in them. What? <laughs> like his reaction. And that, you know, that's just another reason why of like, you know, wrestling fans can fucking suck when that whole shit went down and you had so many wrestling fans who were kind of like, you know, saying like oh naomi's trash anyway blah 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 who cares and all that crap like just say you're racist and get over <laughs> with it you know <laughs> yeah i saw someone like it's not even funny like someone comparing naomi to a, a monkey i'm just like yeah right, the classic you know. thing the classic say the classic thing <laughs> someone who's racist will say about a black person right it's literally it's what like, it is you can't like a company that much that you have to stoop to that, you know? Like that means pretty bad. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, like it's like you know, people will try and say, "Oh, look what they've done!" Blah blah blah. It, we got black champions nowadays. I mean, look how long it took for us to get a fucking black champion. <laughs> like, don't you fucking forget that part. And, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame that, you know, nothing has really turned out. But it looks like at least Sasha Banks, she's living her best life. You know, if her contract doesn't, you know, get signed or anything like that, she'll she'll be fine. She'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, she could go to AW in pretty instantly at this point if she really wants yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, and Tony Khan would drop all the money for her. I mean, yeah. instantly. It'd be cool if she went to, like, stardom. That would be sick. I don't know how that'll do for her body, but that would be <laughs> sick as hell. Um, talk about Tony Khan, and obviously one of the biggest things over the last couple of weeks in another similar situation, maybe, maybe not, to Naomi and Sasha Banks. Well, the whole MJF storyline or shoot that's going on right now with you know MJF that was leading up to Double or Nothing. MJF is pissed. He's upset. You know, he wants more money. And apparently, if he's making only $150,000, that was what the rumor I saw was. I mean, the dude's money. He should be getting more money. I think he's still on his initial contract, maybe. Or no, I heard that he re-signed or something like that. And that's what he—that's what he's taking home. And he's worth more than that. And, you know, obviously, we all know the quote-unquote pipe palm he did on June 1st, where he basically laid it all out there. And he's like, dude fucking pay me if i was a wwe guy you pay me you pay me a shit ton you'd love me if i was and you know for the longest time i mean even leading to double or nothing it's like yo is he showing up to the, is he gonna no show wardlow is wardlow gonna get you know screwed and lose his big moment here blah 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 but no he showed up he jobbed out to wardlow showed up the next wednesday said his piece and we haven't seen him since it's been about two weeks and apparently all these reports you know he's not on the aw roster anymore they don't sell his merch anymore. Apparently, the rumor is WB's all right. Get him off of everything. You know, he's not included in the intro package anymore. So, I don't know. Work or, sh work or shoot, kayfabe or not. I mean, at first, I'm like, oh, this could be real. Then everything that happened in the promo made me feel like, okay, this is just kayfabe. And now he's not on TV for a bit. I'm like, okay, now I'm... Now, they're doing a good job of making me wonder is it real or not, which is what I would like from my wrestling. I would like to have moments where I'm like, yo, is this real? 
Yeah, like when the whole thing was going down on like on uh, the uh, what was it? The Sunday it started? No, the Saturday before the show. I was just like, all right, this is this seems kind of fishy, you know? The whole plane ticket thing. I like this guy really about leaving. Part of me was like, I kind of hope he walks out to see what happens, you know? I'm just like, I like drama. Uh, so I was kind of curious to see what what would AEW do in that moment and pivot for Warlow. But, you know, he showed up and did his thing. And then, like you said, the promo, which was a really good promo, in my opinion, I thought that was probably better than CM Punk's pipe bomb, in my opinion. You know, I, I think I liked it a little bit more. Um, you know, yeah, I wonder, like, right now, I wonder, you know, how much of it is a work? If, is this a situation where... You know, MJF is still mad, but he but he's going along with it and just to do it. Or did they work out the differences and now just turn it into a storyline? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm confused, but that's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I like. I don't want, like, you know, for the long, longest time, you know, wrestling, you know, once you realize, you know, it's not real and all that shit, like, you know, there's kind of like that essence that's missing and, you know, it's kayfabe is really hard to keep in the business, but MJF does a really great job at keeping it legit. Like all of the all of the things that he does online, you know, being a fucking dickhead online, to you know, anytime he does meet and greets and shit like that, he's an asshole through and through. He keeps his character alive, which is awesome. So I kind of wish that was a bigger thing in wrestling. Like I wouldn't, I don't even think maybe he's too full of himself, but maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know the guy, but for like it feels like his genuine love for the art of wrestling and the story behind it but also at the same time like if if he's upset that he ain't getting paid his money dude get him his money the guy does bring people to watch like he had one of the best feuds in the last like in aw history with cm punk i mean at first it was a little like wishy-washy but ever since that their first match it's only been heaters after that and just what their interactions were I mean, you know, his feud with Cody was really good, too. Um, the whole feud with Jericho was pretty good. At times, it was weird, but still, it was good for what it was. I mean, even the whole Wardlow stuff, I mean, he, he tried his best, and he was always leading. I mean, I bet those numbers he was talking about were true. I bet. MJF, like, and that's the thing, too. You know, I saw he hasn't really wrestled that much since siding with the company, but when he wrestles, it's kind of a big deal for the most part. And I wouldn't call him a bad wrestler. It's just we don't see him enough. And he even said it in his promo, too. It's what? Because I'm not fucking dropping people on their heads because I don't fucking talk about New Japan wrestling, you know? Like, he kept it real, and I appreciate that. And, you know, I hope this is just a fucking work, and I hope that he's going to come back, and I hope he doesn't leave the company because WWE doesn't deserve his ass. <laughs> Cody, his boy Cody trying to put the works in, trying to get the... Get, trying to get the the pipeline for, for all Cody friends into WWE one day, which I do think honestly could happen. But in terms of MGF, like yeah, he's he's not he's not like yeah he's not you can say he's not the greatest in the ring. He's pretty decent enough, you know. He, he can get the job done. But like I said, when he wrestled, it feels like a big dude because he doesn't he doesn't do it often. And he's in that position where you know he's one of the few guys that they have on the roster that doesn't need a world title. And he still feels relevant, still feels important, and still feels like that money match. He doesn't even need to be in the world title picture to be like the important guy compared to someone like, you know, maybe Hangman, who 
he's good, but you know, when he had the title, he was more relevant. MJF songs that that's like he doesn't need it. It's like he's just that good, honestly. For AEW. Yeah. I mean, look at his match against Darby Allen. That was pretty good. His yeah. whole matchup with you know the dog collar match was really good. And he just he does his job, he does it well. So he doesn't have to be doing crazy fucking shit to impress people. The end of the day, him on the mic, and I really like that he's gotten better on the mic. Like his feud with Darby was getting a little annoying to me because he's always out here saying like, "Oh, your dead uncle, this, your dead uncle, that," yeah. blah blah blah. And then he, you know, he's getting he's gotten a little better from his promos. I mean, think about the other promo he had. What are the crazy, like not crazy, but one of the best moments on AEW television it was when he, like you know, revealed. All his backstory of like you know just being a Jewish kid from Long Island, getting bullied. You know, all his dream was was to become a professional wrestler, and his idol was CM Punk, and he, CM Punk fucking left him when he needed him the most. Like that was some good shit. Just to then follow up the next week by busting the, the hell out of CM <laughs> Punk, and the imagery was awesome. Like he does his job really well, and hopefully. He will be back soon. I don't know if he's taking a hiatus or not. Is that what they're doing? Or if it's legit. If it's legit, like, I don't know what to think. <laughs> Besides, just <laughs> yeah. give the man his money. <laughs> they definitely should pay him. I understand, like, you know, you're not supposed to, I guess, give some more money midway. But, like, it's a rare case. I think he deserves his extra pay. You know? Why not? Yeah, exactly. It's not even, like... Like, I don't know how fucking contract negotiations work. I don't know how any of this shit works, but he should be getting paid more than what he's getting paid. Like, come on now. There's, like, people in other jobs that are, like, not wrestling that make more than he does. So it's very interesting. I also just found out because I knew him and Ali Catch were dating before because, like, even I remember the time that I met Allie Catch at a bar and stuff and she had mentioned like how Maxwell was texting her and shit like that. I didn't know that they were also engaged in 2019. I just I learned that. that. Huh, I, I Yeah, because I like was looking into MJF because I'm like I knew he dated Allie Catch and for some reason I thought he dated Dewdrop possibly. Um, and then I tried to look it up and all I found was info on Allie Catch. And um, I saw that he proposed to her in the middle of the ring at some show in 2019. And, of course, obviously that didn't work out. So, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's, I didn't know that at all. But that's, that's an interesting fact. You know? Yeah, cool. Alley Catch is cool. Hopefully when I go to this comedy show tomorrow, it would be sick if she might be there, too. She had just learned she moved to New Jersey. So, hopefully she might be there. Um, but if not, who cares? Alley Catch is cool. Hopefully I'll get to buy a shirt from her on... Saturday for GC Dub. Um, talking about Alley Catch in kind of association, I want to talk about this briefly because I, I'm, I maybe I'm wrong, but the AJ Gray stuff that's been going on. So AJ Gray is kind of getting canceled a second time. The first time it kind of got thrown under the rug, and I remember I texted you about that. So the first time he tried, they tried to cancel him. It was him and Matthew Justice actually. And it was some woman claiming that, like, after a show, and I think, like, what, 2016, 2017, 2018, one of those years, she was hanging out with him and Matthew Justice. Um, and she, if I'm, I'm probably butchering the story, but along the lines of she just remembers waking up with Matthew Justice and AJ Gray being butt ass naked with their dicks over her head. 
And she put that out on the world and Twitter and shit like that. People were attacking AJ and Matthew Justice, as of course happens naturally the moment someone says something, everyone at comes out of the woodworks and says shit. And I think it just basically got left under the rug. I mean, even AJ, he, I think he fucking said like, "Oh, I don't even know who the hell you are," or some bullshit like that. So it kind of got left under the rug. And I thought, like, you know, leading up to it was also this was back in February because leading up to it was his match against Moxley. Um, and I thought that was going to get thrown out, but no, he still faced Moxley and he had a couple matches after that. And just recently, just, I found out about it yesterday because I saw it going on Twitter. Uh, a 17 year old girl says that, you know, AJ was interested in her, didn't get the hints that she was 17. And then everyone started attacking him on it, on this, um, what do you think before I say what I think? Because my mind, I've been thinking about this. I was read, I read through everything, and I have some thoughts. I definitely think this is just one of the situations again. Like the con- based on the DM that they had, the conversations. You know, he won one. He should have known better to further engage with the person if he knew they were seventeen. Like if it's on their. You don't. I'm sorry. Like you don't go to someone's profile and not read the bio. I mean, like most people probably read the bio of someone's profile. Page. And AJ is a smart guy. He he yeah. knows. Like for the most part, he's a smart guy when it on Twitter. It seems like in terms of like he knows this shit. And 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 f- at least from the DMs that was there, things seem. I don't know if it seemed like a casual conversation or. I don't know the nature. Like it, it seemed like it was like a pretty decently cat conversation until he started to you know do the emoji things like her when she posted pictures or like commenting on her pictures stuff like that. That's when it started to like take a little turn. And some of the conversation stuff, he was being a little flirty and weird and stuff like that. Um, and you know, as a, as a man, as an older man, you should even if, even if someone is flirting with you back, you should at least like try to you know get away from it just stop it you know don't continue yeah. don't do it whatever um i think he should have been smarter and i think he just made a bad decision honestly yeah you know i'm so i read i was reading the text to my girlfriend yesterday i was reading like her whole statement so um her name i'm gonna just call her jay because i don't know i think it's jay shell that that's interesting and jay shell 17 nicole like it literally says 17 mm-hmm. in her name on twitter which she added and it's in her bio and in the post she basically says that you know in december she reached out to him and this is how she reaches out to all wrestlers that she wants to start a business relationship with because she tries to mm-hmm. be their friend and then you know she tries to like set up an interview with this guy and um you know this might be maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am in saying this. Take besides the fact that he did in fact retweet her fit her photos. He retweeted two one tweet says, Hey, what you doing? The other one is eye emojis. And you can't you're not like we're not dumb. We know what that means. <laughs> right. We know what that means. But you could read through every tweet that is between them, every message. I don't think he did anything wrong in any of those, to be honest. He doesn't say anything fucked up on, like, you know, try and say he's trying to get with her. He doesn't, like, some of the things he responds is like, wow, queen. That's not, I don't think that's wrong. 
to be honest. Like, I'm reading. You could read this, too, and double-check with me. But he doesn't do anything wrong in these messages. And once he is aware of the fact, though, that she's 17, he then, you know, quote-unquote, like, is flaking out and giving her the interview she wants. Which I don't think that's that wrong, to be honest. Because, like, one or two things. One... Once he found out she was 17, he didn't want to deal with a child anymore, quote-unquote. Maybe that's like, not quote-unquote, but like, maybe that's what I'm thinking. You know, that's probably why he's like, oh, 17, you're not a legit reporter. You're literally a child, so why should I give you any more time? Um, maybe once he found out she was 17, this was like, all right, let me let me not interact with her that much. I don't know. Let me just try and ghost her. But... Once he found out she was 17 from the, at least the way the messages look, unless someone wants to tell me otherwise, sure, like, it's fucked up that he doesn't kind of live up to his side of the bargain of trying to give her an interview. But it's not like he says, like, let's fuck, or, like, let me see more pictures of you. It's not like he says anything like that. The only thing I find him guilty of that, like, come on, dude, why the fuck you did that, is those retweets he did. Because I could show you the thread now, and it just doesn't look that bad. To be honest, yeah, and this is like I'm looking at it now too. I'm just like this, this small thing that that if he knew she was Santa, he shouldn't have done. Like, like one was like, like which one? let's see that the queen thing. You know, people black people call black women queen. Um, yeah, that's, that's of course not it could bad. Be, yeah, it can be taken out of context. Definitely, like we don't we don't know his context or what. But I guess it is, but like, we should know that. I I could call you a queen. I mean, I'm <laughs> trying to fuck you, right? <laughs> Gay but guys say the, queen all the time. Well, not all gay guys, but gay guys call people queen. <laughs> there's I'm one thing I think is a little bit weird, though. Is like, or this weird. It's like, what's your crash score? And then saying, like, that your ring finger sign. Like, that's a little bit weird. Like, that's that's that, the that weird... flirtatious side. Um, I'm straight that... money. Yeah, she says, I'm <laughs> straight money. Because she sends him, like, a tweet of her that got featured on something with other women, yeah. I guess. And he goes, what's your credit score for? He's like, that's your ring finger or something. But, like, that's him kind of making fun of her credit score. I don't know. Like, that's she says, oh, like, I'm straight money. He's like, all right, what's your credit score then? I don't know. Like, maybe, because I know I'm a fan of AJ, AJ, but, like, if it's black and white and it's wrong, it's wrong. I think mm. those retweets are wrong. You idiot. You shouldn't have done that. But, like, even that, it's like, yeah, it's weird, but it's like conversation. I don't know. It's still, yeah. you're conversating with a 17 year old, 17 year old. Either which way, that's still a little weird. But <laughs> she's having, she's trying to have a business relationship with mm -hmm. him. And the moment he found out it was 17, it doesn't seem like he, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem, he doesn't say anything that weird to be honest or at least that could be construed that he wants to fuck her or at least i'm just being naive as a fan and even there's people retweeting out there saying oh if you're trying to defend aj your problem too which that is the nature of twitter and the wrestling <laughs> side and that's the whole problem that's the thing cancel culture doesn't fucking make sense because you cancel people and then they never have the opportunity to ever come back from it you know yep. And for something like this, you fucked up, AJ. Why the fuck you gotta be, like, saying this shit about a 17-year-old in public retweets? 
when behind the scenes, it doesn't look that bad. And to be honest, she's kind of upset that he doesn't want to interact with her and get an interview. She like he's kind of like what blackballing her, whatever you want to call it, lowballing her, just fucking her over and not giving her the cred- credit she wants to get an interview and possibly build her brand. But like even that video, I'm trying to find something. I mean, it's like he asked her, "How old are you?" And she says, "17." Duh, my name is in my age is in the bio. And he goes, "I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know you were a person until last week," which is true because she didn't even talk to him <laughs> until last week. So, and the thing is, I would look at Adrian. And I'm like, "You're smart enough to if someone's talking to you, you're not gonna at least check their profile at least once to see why," you know. Oh wait, did that whole all that went down within like a week? Yeah, like with within oh. December, December to Hammerstein to their show in Providence. When he said I didn't know you was a Rupert, I thought he meant like he thought the account was well, you know one of those like weird accounts people have like Yeah. Those weird accounts where they don't show themselves. I thought that's what he meant by that. I was just saying that's not man. come on, it's on the nose there. Um but yeah, like I said, cancel culture for sure is like one of those things that I don't think it, it's not a good thing because it doesn't work. You know, the person is not held accountable. You just land um disappear. Well, you're Marty Scroll. He yeah. literally fucked up and he's wrestling out there. Sure, right. not in the States, <laughs> but he's wrestling <laughs> out there. You know? So like cancel culture. And like it look at be fucking fuck motherfucker velveteen dreams trying to get booked mm-hmm. and said he didn't do anything wrong yep. fucking talk to josh fuller and say and see what he fucking thinks like those are actual instances of real situations that are fucked up here it's like there's things where obviously like come on aj you fucking idiot why'd you have to retweet this shit mm-hmm. but if you take away some of the retweets honestly i don't think this is the worst thing in the world yeah unless definitely... unless someone so unless someone shows me something, it's like, no, that's clearly he's trying to fuck. That isn't just the retweets, you know? Yeah, he definitely meant that. The retweets is what's, is what's like... That's my problem, is the retweets. The idiot. two ones are just weird, you know? Like, at that point, I I see where she's coming from. I see why she'd be weird out, because, like, you don't tweet it to a kid, you know? Hey, what you doing? <laughs> and you're, like, 20, 30-something. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, at that point... Chill out, <laughs> like I, I don't know, but yeah, for him it's, it's just. just I hope he comes out. I hope he comes out and apologizes and explains his stupidity because, you know, I would like to still support AJ and watch him wrestle. You know, we met him at our first GCW show. We got a shirt of his. I got a fucking second shirt. I thought he he's a cool wrestler. And even on Twitter, he's kind of fucking funny, but it's just like shit like this, AJ. It's like, come on, man. Why'd you, why'd you put, why'd you do something like this dumb when you're smarter than that? <laughs> and like, yeah. and it's not even like, it's nothing like the Velveteen Dream shit where Velveteen Dream was literally grooming people, literally grooming people. And there is proof, but it got dismissed and got left alone. No one pressed charges. But we that's like very plain as hell what the fuck he was doing. He was literally asking people to show me your fucking V line on your abs. Like, get the fuck out of here. So it's just it's 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 fucked up. And you know, hopefully AJ can fucking say something about this instead of what he did on June eighth where he said, Yeah, I'm staying off of Twitter, fuck this shit. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's it's just one of those things. And just why why can't wrestlers just learn to know? Just be normal. <laughs> like I don't know the like learn what you do. Like not even like I don't even put in the right words, but just like you don't gotta be a creep. Like yeah, why man. why risk throwing your whole career away for like ten seconds of fun, you know? But not yeah. even fun, but fun for them, not not for us, but like in their heads. And what it's like just so dumb because I still think, you know, what he did was in the rest of those DMs, really, I mean, a little weird-ish, but nothing horrible, nothing bad, nothing plain as hell like, yeah, you fucked up. It's the fucking retweets. It's like, come on, bro. You had to, throughout the time you're talking to her, you tell me you couldn't figure out she was 17? That's, yeah, that's sad. Why, that's why apartment thinks he acts at her age in the DMs to kind of like cover his tracks after those read after those mess- messages and he could delete them though and so i'm kind of shocked that he didn't delete them um, it's still one of them are still like, on the account and it's like he's great for that one but uh yeah that's i don't know i don't know what's going through his head i don't know what was i don't know what his what was going on in his head during that situation but yeah yeah it's tragic just tragic but uh you know enough of aj gray Fucker fucked up. God dang it. Um, talking about Elson wrestling. Uh, to Cody. Cody Rhodes. We never... I feel like we definitely... Maybe we recorded something. I have at least two recordings that I've never uploaded onto this you know, podcast because I just got lazy and didn't really want to edit. But there is stuff out there that I have to eventually put out. Um, but... I think we kind of talked about Cody Rhodes coming to the WWE and never, you know, really spoke about it since then. But now we kind of could really talk about it a little bit more because Cody Rhodes is been with the WWE since WrestleMania, but now he is on hiatus at least probably till Rumble, which means he might win the Rumble because of a torn pectoral muscle. And I guess we could talk about this like little short two month run of his. I will say. Yeah, it's really been only two months. I will say, this was way better than what I expected it to be. He put on three fucking bangers with Seth Rollins. He had random, you know, small matches here and there against The Miz. He had like a six-man tag that he was with Randy and Riddle. But, to be honest, like, they made Cody Rhodes look good. And the fact that Cody Rhodes actually wrestled at Hell in a Cell for torn pectoral muscle, put on a fucking five-star match and went through hell, literal hell. Like, I don't know how doctors could allow that to happen. I saw someone in this one Discord I'm in, because I don't really try and talk wrestling in your Discord. I don't know why. I just feel like some <laughs> of the people in your Discord, I feel like they're too childish for me, not going to lie. <laughs> Most of my kids. That's why it's like, yeah. that's why it's like I kind of want to, within the next month or two, build out the Project Kayfabe Discord, and I want it to be kind of like how the streamer like saving the bees. His his Discord is a real community. They're very, you know, lean, not lean. They're not that lenient on who they let in either in the Discord. So in the moment you fuck up, you fucked up and you're out. That's kind of what I want. I want like, if there's going to be disagreement, I want it to be good. I don't want it to be a fucking shit show. Um, but uh, yeah, it was interesting, at least in that Discord moment, because we do, we have some a bunch of wrestling fans in there, which is cool for me. Um, I remember some random guy, though. I don't know really who he is. He was like, oh, 
that's definitely makeup on Cody. Like, I don't know. Like, you can see it coming off. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you, it, idiot? It wasn't like, coming off, but all right. It was spreading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if anything, it was getting worse mid-match. <laughs> but holy crap. Very, very, very impressed with the Cody Rhodes run for two months that we got. Very, I mean, I expect him to be champion within the next run he has whenever he comes back from injury. Yeah, like if they once Cody had that match, if they ever had plans to bring in the Rock Roman, I will go ahead and say cancel it because I don't care. I don't. I don't. At this point, I don't want to see Roman versus the Rock because I want to see Cody versus Roman. I think that's that's the money match. That's a match that actually has stakes to it. You know, Cody winning his first title, Roman finally dropping the belt to someone because guy had for way too long. Um, that's what I want to see. Cody should definitely win the Royal Rumble. He should definitely do all that. But yeah, that match was, it was good for like, it was really good because it was just one of those matches that provoked emotion within wrestling. Like you felt, you could, you could feel the pain that Cody was going through. You could feel like, why is he doing this? But it's also like, I can't stop watching this because it's so entertaining. It's so good. And yeah, like the fact that they both put on that match and just like gave it an all was just crazy. Cody legit wrestled his best match with one arm, essentially. And he had a, pedig- a pedigree, which Abe I wanted him to do for like the past three years, which is dope. So, um, yeah, that match was just like poetry in motion, honestly. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought, you know, when they first had the rumors going on that Cody's going to take on um, Cody's going to take on Seth when he showed up for WrestleMania. I'm like, OK, like, that's not the match I wanted, but I can live with that. And then we got it. I'm like, oh, that was actually really good. Then we got it again. I'm like, oh, that was still pretty good. And then we got this Hell in the Cell match. I'm like, whoa. Like, that was awesome. And, you know, I still like the idea kind of where we could still, in a perfect world, get both Cody versus Roman and The Rock versus Roman because he has two titles. He drops one to Cody, drops the other one to uh, The Rock, or... He doesn't have to drop that one to The Rock, honestly. <laughs> the Rock has no reason to win. <laughs> you could just continue to solidify Roman as the head of the table. But um, at this point, yeah, I mean, the moment Cody gets back, like, I was expecting him to win the money in the bank, and that would have been sick as hell. But he's, That's obviously not happening. But Cody Rhodes winning the Rumble, calling his shot against Roman, that that entire time, like him winning the rumble, hit the momentum, the hype behind that will be huge. Just him winning the title eventually, like it's gonna happen at this rate, or I really hope it does. Because if it doesn't, I mean, I think we said this before when we first learned that Cody left AEW, but it's like at this rate, he deserves it. I don't see why not. He is money. He's definitely making them money. He is their, He was their top babyface until now, and they got to figure out what they're going to do with that. I mean, they got the whole re, they got to restructure how they run the top of the show now because you know Roman has been kind of absent here and there now, and he's not even like you know he wasn't a hell in the cell. He's having this match against Riddle, um, and then who knows? Like he's not, I don't think he's advertised for Money in the Bank either. So. They need to figure out who are going to be their top guys for now. And unfortunately, Cody's gone, but Cody was great as their top guy for the last two months. Yeah, like that's going to be interesting to see. I guess that's why they turned Edge face last second, never <laughs> the whole judgment day swap. 
Um, he's still got Bobby, but now he's stuck in this feud with. I don't even want to talk about theory. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it'll be interesting to see how they restructure the face, the top faces, because they got really good heels right now. They got you know Roman still around. They got Seth. They got Kale. They got Gunther. They got. A lot of good heels. I could go off for for days, but the face wise is like they got names, but they're not big. You know, like the biggest yeah. name they got is Bobby, maybe Drew, um, and Edge, and that's like and Riddle kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Randy. Randy's very big, and, and I guess Randy. it is good that he is going for a while. So that pop when he comes back is going to be should be nice. Should be massive. Yeah. I don't know if it's a, it's a little bit of a tangent, but kind of talking about this. I don't know why. Maybe I don't know what's causing it, but I'm I'm enjoying Riddle maybe a little bit. <laughs> like it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like I've never really liked the gimmick. I've never really liked Riddle that much, but I do really think he's a cool wrestler and he does awesome in the ring. Mm-hmm. Minus the side, the whole shit he had with his, you know, that girl that like got proven to be, you know, not true or so, so we're told. And then now him and his wife are filing for diver- <laughs> divorce, which is very interesting. Suspicious. But um, I like, I don't know. I haven't hated Riddle over the last month when I have to see some of the things that he's in. Um, and I'm surprised. And like, it's also maybe it's because. Randy Orton, he's accepted by Randy. Like, Randy literally, I don't know if you saw his interview with the Pat McAfee show, but he said, like, this is probably the most fun he's had in his career in the longest time. For the longest time, he said, like, I was kind of just phoning it in. But with Riddle, like, he actually likes being a wrestler again. He likes doing all this shit because of Riddle, which I find, I don't know, maybe that's making me kind of want to try and give Riddle a chance. I don't know. It's, It's interesting. I've never really liked him, and I know you never liked him, so it's like weird to kind of like not hate him that much or dislike him that much, I should say. Yeah, like yeah, like feelings aside for Riddle, he's good. He's very very good in the ring. Um, people love him, and I think yeah, because ran that that Randy Orton rub, like that's a good example of giving someone a rub off of a veteran. What they did with Riddle and Randy, that worked perfectly well, and it's uh, it's working for him so good because like. People love him. People want to see Riddle every day on TV. They cheer for him. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like you know like what you like. Um, so good for him too in terms of like you know the fans accepting to him. Man, WWE, you know they're not the best in building stars, but when they do it, you know they they do a pretty decent job. Like, we can, I'm gonna compare like Poison to Poison, but Riddle in theory you can see like. One is obviously working. Riddle's working. Theory is, uh, you know, people don't really care. He's not getting any reactions out of the way. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it pisses me off that Riddle will probably have a feud with Cena now. Which I'm like, out of all the things to give fucking John Cena on his return, (laughs) we're giving him Austin Theory. I think I said Riddle. Theory. Theory. I mean, that pisses me off that he's going to get him. And it'll be very sad if he goes, like, it's the right thing to do for Cena to let. Yeah, it's the right yeah. thing to do to let Theory go over, but <laughs> Cena fucking should. I don't know when's the last time Cena's won a damn match since his return. I mean, he, he lost to the Fiend, <laughs> he yeah. lost to Roman, um, and those are the only two things that he's had in the last two years. So I don't know when are we gonna start. Actually, well, man, Roman's still the champ, but I'm like. 
We're never going to get this man to break Ric Flair's fucking record. Talk about Ric Flair. This man's having one last match, and he has a package deal for it on Fight TV for $235. I don't even know what's in the package, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, you know, I won't be surprised. Like, this, is, this might sound a little bit morbid, but I won't be surprised this man just has like, a heart attack <laughs> mid-match because he should not be wrestling at his age, at his health. Um, I mean, he shouldn't. I mean, I saw some of his training yeah. videos. He kind of looks like he's okay. I mean, whoever he's wrestling, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if they've announced who he's wrestling, but they're going to have to take over the whole match and just be very, <laughs> very soft with the dude. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Ricky Morton still fucking wrestles, and that guy looks like he's, True. you know, not he's at Ric Flair status, basically. <laughs> <sighs> but, man, it's, uh, it's, it's okay. John Cena deserves to be the champion holder of the like the record holder i mean i don't know you probably saw it what the they put on raw actually when he went and talked to that kid from ukraine that was that was nice as hell (laughs) Mm -hmm. like that's just what Cena does yeah yeah that was so fucking nice and wholesome i'm like this is the guy that should be your record holder when the hell has rick flair ever done anything like that he goes hang out with Migos and shit, which is like, all right, that's cool that this white motherfucker, Ric Flair, gets to hang out with Migos and shit, but like, come on now, like, John Cena, John Cena is making dreams happen. Biggest make-a-wish, to, like, uh, you know, whatever you call it, he's granted the most wishes. That's awesome. Out of any person, any out of any athlete. This is, that's what you like to see, so I, uh, I'm still pissed that Theory is going to be the one going against him, more than likely. <laughs> we don't need that. And yeah, I don't know. Even aside, if you put away the fact that this dude's also like a fucking pedo, I don't like looking at him. There's something about his yeah. face that I don't like. Maybe it's the mustache. It kind of creeps me out. I don't know. He has <laughs> no, he, he has weird face expressions. <laughs> he does. So yeah, that that one picture I think when in the, uh, the title it was just. Yeah, he looks scary. <laughs> Maybe I would appreciate him, like, because the way I never, I didn't really watch NXT throughout the pandemic, but I heard the way it was pretty fun. So maybe he was not that was. bad part of that. So I don't know. Like, there's two things I'm going to try and do within the next couple of months, but it's going to be a long journey now. I kind of want to give impact, watch as much impact as I can for maybe when Kenny became the champion and after mm-hmm. just to try and keep up and because i think what impact is doing is not that bad it's just you know they don't get that much recognition right now for what everything they do even though like they're doing better than they were before so that's something and i kind of want to try and give nxt 2.0 a good enough try because of what they're doing there too like you know, they still got Santos Escobar. They got Camarlo Hayes doing what he's doing. They got Trevor Lee. So um, they got plenty of good stuff to get Cameron Grimes, I mean. Uh, so they got, like, uh, good stuff there. I mean, they got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bronson? No. Is it Bron? What's, it, what's his name again? Um, Bron- oh, Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker. There you go. I don't know why I said Bronson. <laughs> So, like, I have caught here and there the NXT 2.0. While it's very campy, it does give me a feeling of old WWE, kind of, when WWE would try and be campy in some of their fucking things that they would do and characters they would make. So, like, I kind of want to give it a little bit of a try and try and keep up and see as much as I can until now. 
I think the biggest thing that I'm kind of upset about, though, right now, when I think about NXT 2.0 and stuff, is they called up LA Knight, and he's the fucking talent agent, and he might not be wrestling. Yeah, LA Knight has rock charisma, and they fucking... Like, I don't know what they're planning on doing with him, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they, gave, they gave him the gimmick that Adam Cole was supposed to get in the main roster and feed what's going on. Yeah, maybe. Fuck. I mean, it's crazy to think that everyone now who gets called up is getting, like, somewhat rebranded. Like, look what they're fucking doing to poor Pete Dave. Uh, what do Pete? Pete Dunn. Uh, Dunn. I can't you look at me. I don't even know names anymore because they <laughs> he's Butch. Like look at like what the hell, man. His gimmick is so stupid. Like it's not even like good. <laughs> like it's corny funny. Like I don't know. It's yeah, weird. it's a weird, like corny funny, but the bruiser way was tough. That was dope. He was fucking the, the finger mutilation shit he was doing was awesome. So I don't know. And then it's you know it's another interesting thing. We kind of talked about it. Uh, with the cancel culture for AJ Gray, but you know MSK with Zachary Wentz getting kicked out, and now he's on the Indies, and it's very, it's very interesting. I feel like now people like there are definitely supporters out there. There's people saying like he was wrong, and he apologized, and he's even mm-hmm. saying that he's. I believe he said he's going through like sensitivity training or something of some sort because of like the whole Nazi shit that he did with the Hitler costume. But, yeah. like, no one's talking about the Kimberly stuff of, like, are they divorced at this point? Do we know any of the, Oh, yeah. Do you know any of that? that? Did they div- no yeah, point. see? People that, are that forgetting about off. that. Yeah, and that, that, when she put, she, first, she, once she posted that picture of him, and she disappeared. <laughs> she, she ruined his career and disappeared. It's uh, so weird. It's yeah. so weird. And, like, I don't know if they're still together or not anymore, but Zachary Wentz is getting, he's getting, like, bookings now. Like, Wrestling Revolve, I think, is, like, a cool indie show that he's going to be on now. Um, he's hes getting shows. So, like, are we, are, are we saying everything's okay now? Is that what we're saying? Like, are we saying that he didn't beat his wife? I'm confused. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people came to consensus, at least that when I seen that, it wasn't physical abuse, but it was like more emotional abuse on both sides. And then, like, I think she misspoke. Well, she said she. I think she said she misspoke when she said physical abuse. But I don't know what happened. That, situ- that whole situation is just weird to begin yeah, with. I, and I think because because maybe I'm making it up. I thought she had like a tweet where she showed like she a did. bruise and then deleted um, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Didn't that happen? I, like, I think so. yeah. That that whole thing is just like. I don't know. <laughs> like that, that's one situation I just don't know. I, I tried to like stay out of it and not not like get get into it because that one was just like that just needed. That was like a person from the pie that just stayed off the internet. Yeah, <laughs> be honest. And if like, all right, if it's emotional abuse, uh, emotional abuse, okay, that's still not cool. But like, yeah. you you shouldn't get canceled for that. At least he apologized for it being insensitive and everything with the Hitler costume and all that. But he's getting booking, so if he if he didn't beat his wife, like or if that was she literally did misspoke, I guess like all is good. You know it's crazy though, like I don't wanna get into cancel culture stuff like that, but it's, I feel like it's it's always within like wrestling. If you see if you look at like the NFL, there's there's probably cases like almost like every year. Some some for a player 
if it's a dance or something or something, but they're still playing in the NFL. And like no the, the only the <laughs> only one that I think of the first one that I think everyone thinks about when you think of abuse in the NFL is Ray Rice, and that's the only yeah. exception. Did he get Even fired? Though, like, he did, right? Yeah, they released the Ravens released him, but uh, I think teams were still interested in him. So I mean, he was fucking really good. So I get it. I but think at the same time. Brownberg, I'm pretty sure he raped someone of this. Oh yeah, he was, he was accused of raping many so, people. <laughs> it's just like it's just crazy to think how all this stuff just like it just it's just crazy how this stuff works. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, like it's weird that some people in wrestling kind of get second chances when it's like, why are you getting a second chance? Like, think about it. Like, I don't know. Take risks for Ric Flair possibly groping a woman, yeah, you know, revealing yeah. himself. I sure, like, you know, God forbid if he passes away. I know everyone, like, even I'll be sad because before all this, it was it was fucking Ric Flair. I got a Ric Flair shirt there, you know, but like he still did something wrong, and I don't even think he apologized. To be honest, I don't. Did he? I don't think he I did. I, no, no, he, he. I think he doubled down that he didn't do anything. <laughs> he yeah. didn't care. <laughs> so like. Tommy Dreamer fucked up and yeah, put his two oh, cents yeah. in when he should have, but I think up. <laughs> people have been a little easier on Tommy now because he didn't do anything. He just fucking tried to defend him, you idiot. Um, yeah. Marty Scrawl definitely fucked up and still somehow wrestling. And, it, and it's fucked up, too. He really screwed himself over because, sure, he's wrestling, but he would be making money if he didn't fucking fuck up because the villain yeah. was cool. The villain was did. dope. He had he had us he had a ready made spot for him in AEW if you really want to go there. He really did. So and he fucked himself over. And then you know, talking about another one like Velveteen Dream, scumbag. But yeah. he was he, he was cool. Like even for how sus his like whole gimmick was. <laughs> I'm I mean looking at it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was an awesome in ring talent. And then he fucked himself over. So, he was like NXT 2.0 before 2.0 became a thing. Yeah, he was, he was like... He could have been the future, but... Yeah, because yeah. think about it. NXT has tried with this stuff kind of before, and you've seen them fall flat. Like, Velveteen Dream worked, but it never made it to the main roster. Adam Rose, if you remember Adam Rose, that yeah. was a NXT 2.0 gimmick right there. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking VOD villains. <laughs> yeah. Even kind of like Enzo and Cass, which I kind of want to see if I could still go to MLW because I think Enzo will be there. And actually, cancel culture. He got screwed. <laughs> and he, and did, he, he did not, right? He, did, he didn't fuck up. He didn't. She lied. She literally lied. That was one case, yeah. And WWE never took him back, which honestly, it's like he wasn't the greatest in the ring, not by a stretch. Obviously, you could go <laughs> ask uh, Steven Gotch or whatever from the fucking VOD villains. He'll love talking shit about him. But untouchable on the mic. Untouchable. Yeah, I so, forgot. I forgot. Like, that's like, yeah, his situation is just. Trippish did not like him either. I think, I think at that point, Trippish just like, no, you're not coming back. <laughs> they yeah. just did not like him. But then I had Big Cass, and apparently they're interested in him. So, Yeah, I mean, Big Cass is now a free agent, and it would be sick if he would get some opportunity because he's gotten clean. He's, yeah. you know, his impact run was pretty cool. It's sad that it's over. So it would be sick to see where he goes. I mean, he had that one fucking AW stunt, which I was like, that was random as hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That was pretty cool, though. 
So hopefully at the end of the day, some of these wrestlers who are a gray area type of thing, like, you know, I, it's weird to compare. You know, who's one wrestler who always gets a second chance though. And I think it's time that we as wrestling fans put our foot down and not, and kind of just like stop enabling this guy. And this is hard for me to say, he's my favorite wrestler ever. Jeff Hardy. Like this, like it's getting to oh, a point where. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I think he's gonna. I don't want to put it out there. I don't want to put it in the earth, but it's, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a godsend that he hasn't killed someone yet, and I, it and really I, is. It's crazy, but. Yeah, Sunny actually. Oh yeah, Sunny. She, yeah. Didn't she just kind of mm-hmm. either she did or was like a part of it, kind of in a drunk driving incident, yep. and someone's dead because of her. So. Mm-hmm. You know, and Hardy's still beloved. I mean, Sonny screwed herself over, which was crazy. I mean, apparently she fucked Dolph Ziggler. You know, apparently she's <laughs> kind of like a prostitute, all that crap, either which way. No, Jeff Hardy, I mean, when I saw the news yesterday, I'm like, come on, Jeff. Like, we thought you leaving WWE was because you were sick and tired of their mm-hmm. shit and not being treated the way you deserve, which is true. And then you're out here putting bangers and shit like this on an AEW like, his match against Darby Allen was sick as hell. Like, he did shit he shouldn't have. Even some of the things they did against the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing. And then, then he's drinking and driving again, driving with a suspended license. It's like, Jeff Hardy, man, you are a danger to yourself and the people on the road. I'm very, you know, I like that Tony Khan, uh, the statement he put out, I think, was was good. Suspending him without pay. Telling him you're not coming back to AW until you actually get some treatment done and you get some work done to help yourself, and uh, we're going to support you through that, and it'll help you with that. So that was good, and I hope Jeff fucking takes it seriously. Because like, you know, I, you know, it, it would always make sense that he would die in the ring or something like that because of the crazy shit he does, or like he would hurt himself severely because of what he does in the ring. But he's going to hurt himself severely or hurt others because he's a menace to society, drinking and driving and getting out there. Mm -hmm. And it's sad, too, because Jeff Hardy is one of the most beloved wrestlers in the fucking world when it comes to professional wrestling. Yeah. And once I I saw, like, the uh, his alcohol level, his I'm just like, that's... It was like three point something past the legal limit. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's blackout drunk. I don't know how he even managed to First of all, how's he even renting a car? How how are these companies letting him rent a car? First of all, is like one issue. You know, if it's a, if his license suspended, he should not be allowed to rent a car. Um, so that's another thing that that's sort of like Sean Ross rep mentioned it in his thingy. I mean, that's that's a good point. That like people shouldn't be not renting him cars no matter who he is. But like, yeah, he shouldn't be driving. Um, and it sucks. Like like I said, he's one of my favorite wrestlers, and it's getting to a point where. I can't continue to support this guy if he's gonna keep doing this. And like, his is one reason. One time, realized too. It seems like his addiction moved away from like drugs to solely alcohol, which I guess is why his drug test came back clean for WWE. But like, there's a good shot that while he was there, he was still you know drinking a lot and doing whatever. So, and people saying like Maz enabler and stuff like that, and I can see that too. But like, this whole family just. Rebby Rebby Hardy gets me upset with her little TikTok that she made fun of the whole situation. Oh, yeah, so, you saw that today, right? Yeah. I saw that too. I kind of laughed at it, but it is like kind of fucked up. Like she's like, yeah. yeah. Oh wow, Sasha Banks has a new hairstyle. I just saw it on Twitter. Talking about Sasha Banks, she, she looks happy <laughs> as hell. 
Um, <laughs> free. But yeah, man, like, um, I, I really hope he gets help because, like, think about all the shit. Like, no one who always, everyone remembers the TNA fucking match he had against Stingler. He's fucked mm-hmm. up as hell. Like, Jeff Hardy, man, just really do it for yourself. Like, you, you know, Diamond Dallas Page needs to go get this guy and help him out. Because look at the work that Diamond Dallas Page has done. He deserves, like, he deserves an honorary award in, like, the WWE, whatever Hall of Fame exists. <laughs> he deserves them all because of what he's done and saved lives. So, yeah, it's a fucking tragedy, man. Like... Jeff Hardy, get it to fucking together, man. You're one of the best in the world, and I would have loved to have seen you get, like, this is, this is he literally said this would be his last run right now. At least this is very much the last Hardy Boys run, and he out here fucking it up. Yeah, I, I would, cre- I would like, rate this run. Like, this incident is not as bad as the TNA incident, but, I mean, not in terms of, like, it didn't happen in the ring, but it's bad, and it's, like, on par with that in terms of like he just messed up possibly messed up his aw run um mm-hmm. and that's he screwed just... over matt too think about yeah, it matt yeah, was like <laughs> matt was like in a weird spot i feel like i don't know the hfo had its moments of being kind of cool or fun here and there but like the hardy boys being back was like we were just about to get a cool ass ladder match too and mm-hmm. you know i was in I was hoping maybe they get the belt or somebody. Somebody has to take it off of Jurassic Express, but uh, <laughs> hopefully this means Young Bucks get the belt or something. But yeah, damn, yeah. the possibilities were there were a lot of possibilities, and Jeff Hardy really fucked it up. Yeah, big time. Well, I think that's everything I kind of want to talk about for the show. To be honest, I don't know anything else. You got anything else you want to talk about? Not my, not that I could think of. Mm-mm. Well, going back to what we said at the beginning of the show, Garden State Pro Wrestling is a thing. It is coming soon, July 23rd. So get your tickets if they're still available. I think they might be have at least general admission tickets. Um, so try and get a ticket if you can. Uh, a lot of cool shit happening on that show. And there's another one happening August 27th. That one's called Thy Kingdom Come. The one I was just talking about is called Garden of Eden. So there's some cool shit happening over there. So please go check them out. And uh, if you can't go watch the show live, check it out on Fight TV. So that's going to be cool. With all that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, you know, like I always say, my bullshit of episode next week, maybe. Who knows? I plan to. So hopefully I got something for you guys next week. And until then, you can check us out on Twitter at Project underscore Kayfabe. You can find us on Instagram at Project underscore Kayfabe. You can find us on TikTok at Project underscore Kayfabe. Um, we are on YouTube as well, too. I post whatever Twitch shenanigans I do. I put that over there on YouTube. So just look at Project Kayfabe. You can find me on Twitch, um, twitch.tv slash Jobro underscore 316. You can find me on Twitter. At Joe Bro 316 and uh, Quade, now you plug all your shit in. <laughs> hey, you find me everywhere. It's Quade. I have new YouTube videos coming out. I'm going to say weekly because I'm actually going to try to post new videos weekly. I had one last week. I'm going to have a video this Hey, week. your channel's doing pretty so, well. Over 100 subscribers, yeah. getting some videos over 1,000 views. That's that's big. Yeah. We're trying to, try to grow this year. We want to hit at least 1,000 subscribers this year. So, you know, if you want support, head over to the channel. And that's, that's our small little goal. But it should be doable if I'm consistent. 
Yeah, and is Twitch a thing? I know you tested it out one night. Is Twitch going to be a I thing? Did, still? Yeah, I tested it out. I want to do it again. I just haven't had time, but maybe I'll do it. I'm actually, you know what? I, I could probably do it this weekend because it's a long weekend. We got Juneteenth off, so uh, yeah, I'll probably stream maybe for maybe um, June. Yeah, I'll stream this weekend. <laughs> yeah, this I'm gonna out. try. I've been trying to stream too. One of the things I wanted to, because actually, uh, Suplex S O O Plex. I don't know if you know him. He's a black creator out for wrestling. He has a challenge going on where if you play WWE 2K22 in a Fatal Four Way Iron Man match, um, you got to pin each one of your opponents, and just you know, on, I think on Legend difficulty as well too. You got to pin all three of your components consecutively in a row you need one pin on each of them before the time runs out and if you win you get the opportunity to face one other person if someone else does it and a winner gets a ticket to forbidden door and i've been thinking i'm like i kind of want to do that but then i see i also see uh i see those tickets for the plane i'm like those tickets are still (laughs) expensive as hell so i kind of want to attempt it yeah, yeah, and I think I could pull that off. Not, not I mean, the problem yeah, is sound those, too bad. It doesn't sound too bad. It's just the pin meter is fucking annoying oh, in yeah, WWE. Stupid, yeah. Like I feel like once I get hit with a second finisher on Legend mode in the with the with the NPC uh, or I don't know with the AI, I get fucked. That that is a hard ass pin meter when you're doing the button smash. Yeah, like yeah. Once once you get like two finishes in, you're not gonna win. You can't kick out. It's like. There it is, over. And, and so God forbid like, they throw on a fucking submission. Forget it. You're not winning. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the show. Check us out next week, I hope. Uh, peace. Peace.